0: I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on, I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something good
1: Yeah, that's right. Nothing But Netflix is back after a week where we went to New York and back. We're back together for Nothing But Netflix to talk about a Netflix show called Old Enough, a Japanese reality TV show, which I believe was from 2013, just got added to Netflix People have been asking Chappelle and I to talk about it for weeks. And finally, we are about to do just that here with a man who I got to see in person. Here he is the legend, Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good.
2: It was a pleasure hanging out with you in person. I am so sorry. Let me apologize to the listeners right now. If you saw me in full chaos mode, Mm -hmm. that is not how I am daily. Mm -hmm. I was just on vacation mode. So if you came up to me and said like, oh, I like nothing but Netflix and all that stuff like I appreciate you. I did not forget. I promise. Even though it might have looked like I wasn't in my right mind. I was having the time of my life. And so, uh, yeah, Rob, thank you for allowing that to happen. But
1: I'm happy that we're back now. It's amazing because uh, this show is about young children who get sent out to go and do tasks around the town where that had you assigned any of these tasks to Chappelle after uh, 9 p.m. any of the nights we were in New York, he would have been unable to complete these tasks.
2: I would have tried. I <laughs> definitely have tried. would have <laughs> attempted to do it. Like I would have been out there, you know, sunglasses <laughs> on, uh, just eyes closed, just swinging, you know, but um <laughs> yeah uh i guess after nine o'clock i get kind of tired mm-hmm. what can i say yes yes
1: it's late it's late it's late okay oh, we know. have a great guest here with us who is also with us here in new york uh to talk about a show that they have become obsessed with uh please welcome of course you know her from the uh, rupaul's a drag race Rahap up uh it's beth dixon beth how are you
3: I am doing so well. I am recovering well from all the yes. fun from last week. I feel well-rested now. I couldn't help but think, Rob, I honestly, at the next live event, I think you send Chappelle and Jacob Jones without phones in New York <laughs> City on tasks and send other people to just film them. And I think we have our own old enough spinoff <laughs> that will be a hit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Good. No. <laughs> also, I like, like
3: that you were very generous. 9 p.m. I don't know. I feel like you could do anything it. 9 a.m. <laughs> I'm not here to
1: drag my co-host, okay? <laughs> I
3: mean, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll drag all
2: day. <laughs> Look, Beth is a horrible influence because she's saying that knowing that if she texts me at 9 a.m. and said shot o'clock, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. that's not my fault. I am, a, or I am the victim
1: here. Yes. Okay. Absolutely- Beth, can you tell us uh, how did you get into old enough?
3: I got into it um, about a month or two ago for my parents. they uh, We had a family meeting over Zoom where we said, we got to just have one Netflix account. And so we got this oh. one Netflix account. We did the Beth, family Beth, account. Please.
1: Uh, we don't like that kind of talk here on Nothing But Netflix. That, uh, <laughs> no, Netflix no, 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 no. Is, is hurting.
3: We Yes, <laughs> oh, they're so hurt. Yes, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. But, but we, we got the family account going. And when mm-hmm. I looked at their view history, which they had, uh, of course, went onto my profile and were viewing mm-hmm. everything on my stuff, I noticed that they had watched the show old enough. And I said, you know, what's the show about? They're like, oh my God, you're going to love it. It's all these really cute kids from Japan who are being forced to do like these different um, errands. And I was like, that doesn't sound fun. I don't know what you like forcing <laughs> children to do errands. And then I was immediately proved wrong because I think it's really, really cute and funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a selection of episodes from Old Enough here today on Nothing But Netflix. Chappelle, last week, and I think that this was a sin because I think that with everybody traveling, with the people with the commotion around New York, I feel like that our episode last week, which I thought was a, a classic was I uh, got um, a little bit lost in the shuffle.
2: Right. We talked about this uh, when we, when we saw each other, you said, mm. well, no one's really been talking about uh, nothing to hide. I said, well, Rob, you threw this big event the same day that, you know, Dead like planning. all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. All the stuff was dropping and, you know, everybody was on the move and, you know, people were having a good time. So no one really had time to give us the feedback uh, for the podcast, but I'd imagine that if you listen to it, you'd really like it. So if you haven't caught that, please check it out and let us know what you thought. Because Rob really liked the show and it was extremely chaotic. So it'd be fun to hear
1: everybody's point of view. In case you uh, didn't catch "Nothing to Hide," uh, it's a French film, a couple of years old, but it's on Netflix. You can you don't have to even watch the movie about a dinner party where everybody th- puts their phone in the middle of the table and they just read whatever text messages and answer whatever calls come in uh there are the three and a half couples there it's a wild ride
2: that sounds amazing
1: Mm -hmm.
2: oh yeah it is
1: and rob did you ever go back to see if that woman took her panties off um i had not i've not had time to uh revisit nothing to hide spoiler (laughs) i thought you were gonna
2: watch it again it's Uh at the very beginning (laughs) yeah Yeah, just
1: go check it out a lot to do before i got out of town okay and it's the (laughs) to-do list all right okay uh chappelle do you want to uh Talk about which episodes of Old Enough we're going to watch. Uh, Yeah, we could talk about it a little bit. So um, I will
2: give the credit to Maggie Morgan. Maggie was very adamant that this show had to be talked about. She's like, even if it's not me, like someone needs to talk about it. And she was telling me all her faves. Literally every episode is one of her faves. But we we really were focusing in on episode two and three, episode five and episode ten. And if you watched the premiere, of course, you would have seen like you know kind of the introduction to all of this. Um, And so I think we can bounce around. I don't know if we have to talk about it linearly, or if we can just talk about the fun stuff that stuck out. But those are the ones that if you want to watch before listening to the podcast, you need to check out. Okay, that's one, two, three,
1: five, ten.
2: Yes, and for the people who are uninitiated. The show is so short. This is the shortest thing I've seen on on Netflix in a very long time. It's an easy watch. Check it out. I think the last time, like when I first watched the show, I was kind of on the same time that I was on last week when y'all saw me. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. So I was like, this is good. I can just sit here, not move, and watch that. Because I'm in a good space in my head, you know? (laughs) And so, um, yeah, check it out. It's easy viewing.
1: Yeah. And while uh, we... We'll do our best to uh not be culturally insensitive uh to anything in this show uh this is a uh Japanese show there are subtitles uh what I'm most confused about is that I don't know how this seven minute episode is a show
3: <laughs> I don't know how that works in Japan either I don't know if they have uh you know if their their shows are normally that short or if they put together like multiple what we see as episodes but they just did like one episode was maybe episodes for us Mm -hmm. one, two and three or something like that. I actually don't know. So if people at home know, please let us know in the comments. I know like
1: with British television, like the shows don't necessarily start at like, uh, the like exact times, like, uh, on the hour. And sometimes there's sort of like interstitials or shorts in between, Mm -hmm. uh, programs that are on. So I'm not sure necessarily if, uh, that was, uh, how this came to be because the episodes are also like just random lengths. Also like, uh, 2 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 21 minutes, 16 minutes. So it's kind of all over the map. Yeah.
3: yeah. And one You're of the shows it. was a little self-referential too where uh, I think it's in episode 10, the the little girl says like, oh, like in old enough? So clearly I think this is something <laughs> yeah. that... But I thought this is season one. What's I know, going that's on? That's what I was trying to figure
0: out. <laughs> so Our brother
1: was on. I remember she's like, my brother did this. I thought this is season one, episode 10. How is he on it already?
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. They must have just uh, like filmed like one every. Five months or something like that. I've been like, all right, this is what's going to be great. We're going to put this in between two shows when they're not run, you know, on the half an hour hour scale like in America. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this. I think that that's great.
2: Yeah, okay. I, I like the world where little kids are watching the show and then also thinking, oh, one day I could do. Like a three year old is like, oh, when I turn four, I'm going to be on old enough. <laughs>
3: <Like>, you <Yeah. laughs> big
2: <dreamy>,
1: kid! <laughs> I'm very excited for you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when my synapses are a little bit more formed.
1: according to wikipedia uh old enough is a japanese reality show that has been aired irregularly since 1991 on nippon television so oh wow okay yeah that's why they know it it's a household name at this point if it's been
2: on for that long you know it's just kind of one of those things you just grow up knowing exists and then like like i said when you turn two you're like man one day yeah one day i'm gonna apply
3: (laughs) would this this be Somewhat of an equivalent to if we had uh, like if America's Funniest Home Videos was like a little more irregular or like had like, okay, instead of showing a whole bunch of different clips, we show like one family's like long form mm-hmm. of, of their home video. Do you think that would be somewhat of an equivalent?
2: Yeah, it's probably not a bad idea either because you get those things like America's funny, funny videos will say like these are like the animal segments, and you see like mm-hmm. all the animals like tackling the kids and uh, the people tripping over the dog and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And you could just put that on for seven minutes that, instead of like a commercial. You know, it would be yeah. nice, but you know, we we use a lot of uh, television time for ad space, and so I yeah. think you could would probably fit something like this in. And then, like you said, you know, you can do this for a very long time. I mean, it's a collection of clips for seven to ten minutes maybe I don't think that would be hard to pull
1: off at all and it doesn't get old because uh, you could just send these kids out into the world in all sorts of different scenarios as uh, we will see and just in case you didn't watch the episode I guess let's just talk through uh, the premiere and and, and what happens that there is a a little boy and uh, his name is Hiroki and he's two (laughs) years old he's (laughs) two years old and they're going to send him to the store to go run some errands for his mom,
3: yeah, as you mm-hmm. do
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you you were running errands when you were two, Rob the parents on this <laughs> are so brave, uh, that, yeah I mean, my kids are uh gonna be you know uh, seven and nine this year, and my wife would still would not let them go <laughs> walk to the store. And go across, cross streets. That's the (laughs) thing that that, 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 that there are children. I couldn't get out past this. There are two year olds crossing the street by themselves all over this thing.
3: It's incredible. I like, I have specific memories of my parents being like, you will never cross the street unless there's an <laughs> adult that tells you to cross. Um, if it's like, you know, the bus dropping you off, you have to wait for that little arm thing to come out. And then the bus monitor has to walk you across the street. I mean, I, rem- I have specific memories about all of that. The fact that you have a two-year-old. Yeah. That's incredible.
1: And look, they yeah. are never out of the eyesight of the producers and the camera people, but they're not right next to them. Like they're not they can't right. remember
3: the, running the, to catch up. The camera people them.
1: are
2: very <laughs> far
1: away, Chappelle.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you the difference between America and Japan, or at least in some of these more um, like rural communities, because these are not busy cities. You know, this is more like these are walkable rural cities where things are supposed to be in distance to where even a toddler could get there if they needed to. I mean, and, and not to say that people are just sending their toddler out on errands regularly that are not on TV, but they knew if I give. You know, this little boy, this flag, he's not going to get ran over by a semi, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like he will be fine, you know. And so it's just a difference in the in the culture, honestly, and and also the community, because, like I said, it's more rural and the cameramen are not that far off. They're giving them a little space to live. But that little flag would not work here in America. Like you would (laughs) stick that flag out, it would get ran over by some random Prius or something, you know? Mm hmm.
3: Yeah, that is an important point is that this is not being shot in Tokyo. Like this, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, you know, definitely smaller towns. You can t- tell in most of these different communities that most of the adults who are especially on the route of this child are in on it. And so like you can see them watching. Sometimes they're cheering these children on. So they've got plenty of people who are looking after them. But I do appreciate and love there's always at least one adult that's going, what is happening here? <laughs> mm-hmm. This child does not yeah. have a parent. What?
1: <laughs> it's just so wild that they have sent these children off to be part of this experiment, and I guess that they feel like that the kids must be capable of doing it. But you know, at, at what cost? Like, what is there a prize for being on this show? Mm, I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. It's
2: uh, it, like the show isn't uh, probably iconic it's been on since 91 so mm-hmm. I think if, if anything, being on the show is probably enough for you to want to do it but also you, I think as a parent you might want to see if your kid can do it you know like I've trained them up to do this thing can they do it mm-hmm. um, I think I read somewhere that uh, in Japan a lot of times that kids start going on these type of like missions and stuff when they're about six years old normally Uh but old enough kind of pushes it to um you know a little bit earlier for television purposes but around six or or seven years old that's when they start to do a lot more chores around school you could even see elementary school kids like taking public transportation by themselves um serving classmates lunch you know so they just try to give them little tasks to prepare them for adult life instead of waiting until they're Mm -hmm. 18 and throwing them all the way in like uh we do um here
3: (laughs) I do think that we also have to remember that in Japan, it's a very different culture in terms of respect and responsibility. Um, you know, I'm not in any way a, a Japanese uh, like historian or culture expert or anything like that, but there is a certain level of, you know, the children are much more mindful of paying attention to their parents and, and to adults in general. There's a level of respect there that is we it's not that we don't have it in the United States. It's just a very different feel. Um, So I do think that there's a level of how they treat their toddlers might be a little bit more mature than sometimes of how we might treat our toddlers here in the U S where we might, quote unquote, baby them, even though they are literal babies. Uh, <laughs> they There's probably a sense of, you know, we're talking to you like we would talk to an a, an older child or an adult or something like that, that is maybe more mixed into the culture that they have. I guess
1: what's most amazing is that most of the time, the kids, they don't get lost. They, they don't like go off and do something else. Like uh, for the most part, from what I've seen, they're mostly successful on their missions. Mhm
2: for the most part but then we do have kids being kids at some point you know like and um uh, what is that episode 2 where uh this poor kid i mean he he uh, his mom knew she knew she's like hey go do go, go run this this errand for me go make some juice and she's st- telling him this knowing he ain't finna do anything I told him to do but I have Mm -hmm. to I have to we signed him up so he's gotta go and the whole time he's walking off she's kinda crying because she's proud of him for you know being on his first errand but also she knows that this could
1: be very very bad
2: um to the point where even when he gets home there's drawing all over the wall like this yeah. kid uh, seems to be a okay. minute <laughs> <I don't-
1: laughs> well let's talk about the saga of uh, four-year-old oh, Utah uh, who <laughs> that he has to uh, I guess that, is that his mom works at some sort of like an orange orchard and so that he gets yeah, tasked with yeah bringing the mandarins uh, home to go make <laughs> some juice and then bringing back the pitcher of juice to the to the to the orchard
3: What I love about this one is that most of the other ones, the children are leaving home to go do an errand. This child is being sent home to go do something. It's the reverse. You know, and in the very beginning of this episode, we see that he's not the most subordinate child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like he's being (laughs) dragged by his mother on the ground where she's like, well, I guess we're (laughs) going to go over here now. And he's just kind of being dragged because he doesn't want to walk, which is all the more impressive that he is sent home. To a place where he has toys and yeah. things that he wants to look at and do. Very brave choice on uh, the parrots to say, why don't you go home and try to not be distracted?
2: hmm Right. Yeah. And I don't think it does any favors that he's the one who has to go home because these kids, when they're sent to the store or, you know, to climb a bunch of steps, you know, like I feel like they have a they are on a mission and they they can't really be distracted about other stuff because, you know, it's kind of intimidating a, l- a little bit to be mm-hmm. out in the world. War, but they sent him to his comfort zone. So he gets there. He knows where his toys are. He knows what he wants to eat eat. The dog is around like this kid got home and was like, finally I made my parents disappear. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he had the time of his life. I loved every second of
1: it. Yeah, it was a big reveal when he opens the door to his home to see that uh he has just basically like completely tagged the entire house with just crayon <laughs> everywhere.
3: That was incredible. I <laughs> i I don't know if I've seen any child I've seen no. like definitely like a playroom or something like that or a daycare where you'll see things like that. I've never seen a house like that, so he clearly kind of runs the household a little bit
2: mm-hmm. I would plan. yeah, yeah, I think she just was like you know, supporting his creativity. You know, my mom definitely did not support mine, but I, you know, I see a world where she's like, he's a free spirit. Let him, let him do the things he wants to do. He's not hurting anybody. We're not going to have anybody over anytime soon. But, <laughs> except but, for the but, camera crew. Right. Except for the camera crew. And we're going to put this on Netflix for, for <laughs> generations to see. Um, so maybe it's not that big of a deal in that household, but it definitely caught me off guard. Cause I was like, he has drawn on everything. Like literally every wall was covered in crayon.
1: Yeah. And he was so conflicted about, yeah, he had a job to do, but also like he had his trucks in the backyard and he had the dog and he had like a whole bunch of other things that he could have been doing in the house. Yeah. Relatable content. Mm -hmm. Honestly,
3: if I was presented with a cute dog that I could play with or do a task that somebody's asked me to do, I'm not doing the task. Hmm. (laughs) There's a cute dog. I shall play with it.
1: Now, mom has a phone to the house. She has has a cell phone. (laughs) She is calling Utah in the house and saying, mm-hmm. "Like, where are you? What are you doing? Make the He's juice." Applying. Yeah, but this kid lies effortlessly. Mm-hmm. He lies like a rug. He's like,
2: "Mom, <laughs> <laughs> please, um, I'm, I'm trying to make the juice." Like, you keep calling me. She's like, you "Are you done?" He's life. like, "Right, it's in the pitcher. I swear, it's in the pitcher. The pitcher is empty. He has not touched the pitcher. <laughs> like, he began to almost squeeze, you know, the juice, but he never." He never finished. He never committed. But every time his mom called, he was more annoyed. Like stop yelling at me. I'm I'm working, lady. Leave me alone. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. What
3: I love the most about this show is that it's a lot of adults lying to children like, oh, dad can't work until you go and drop off his dry cleaning, like stuff like that. And he literally said, no, 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 I'm going to turn this around to the parents. He's like, no, I'm doing it, mom. I, you are interrupting the process here. If you would stop calling me, then maybe I'd get it done. <laughs> I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. Points to mate. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to get out all of the gear to start working on making the orange juice. Uh, and I think he squeezes exactly one orange.
3: <laughs> yeah. It was juicy, though. I, I'll give him props for that. That was actually there was a lot of juice that came out of that orange. Mm-hmm. But I, I do appreciate like, I'm done. I did one. I've been right. here for five hours. I've done one orange and we're good to go
2: his task was to fill the pitcher up and he maybe did it maybe a quarter of the pitcher had juice in it but he followed the instructions like the ingredients to a tea i like he's like dropped a, a, a little pinch of lemon juice in like he he was doing all the things i was very proud of him for the recipe but he just he
1: just gave up he was like i've done enough i'm a child leave me alone well he had the hack of that okay i'm gonna fill this whole thing up with ice like the <laughs> mcdonald's soda trick of like okay <laughs> he did a great job put, fill this thing with ice and then i have to put a little <laughs> bit of juice in here
3: honestly that's what we should have figured out is if you know how like uh, that was a big thing on tiktok where they would take like a large coke and like pour it all and it would go into the small cup and they're like what are you paying for it's the same amount or whatever mm-hmm. it would have been great to see if he was like look at it, it's the same amount all the ice <laughs> i'm telling mm-hmm. you pitcher yeah. or small cup same amount yeah
2: and to be fair, he has to walk like a mile and a half to get back to them. And so by the time lot. that ice starts melting, it'll be full by the time he gets there. be um, very watery. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and he comes back and he has like the little pitcher with the juice in it. And then they expect to fill like five glasses. Like, alright, everybody's going to now have a refreshing drink. Uh, and it was like uh, you know the shots for Beth and Chappelle at the <laughs> bar the other night.
3: Yeah. If, if only that much. <laughs> that was I don't know.
2: Uh, <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: No,
3: it, it was really great. I love how everybody, there was, there's one person who's supposed to be receiving juice. I don't know if you guys paid attention to this, but there's one person who's going, it's not enough. Like everyone yeah. else is like, oh my gosh, congrats. Like you did it. And, mm-hmm. and this person's like. Yeah. Okay, great. What do we get? A drop? Great.
2: Right. It was I'm supposed thirsty. to be from mom and grandma and grandpa and someone else. And he's like, comes back with a quarter of a pitcher, and he's like, I, and he drank his before he left the house. Let's be very clear. <laughs> like he <laughs> already drank some it. of it. <laughs> It was more than a taste mm-hmm. but yeah they they were very proud of him and i think that is the thing about the show that that gets me it's like i it's already like oh like it's kind of like you're looking like oh this is kind of a curious thing to be doing with a child but then also by the end you're like oh but they did it look at him and then they're so happy for him like his mom was in tears at one point cuz she was so nervous for him and so to see that he made it back okay he actually accomplished the task, knowing that this kid is kind of a uh independent i will say um yeah i think she was very proud and i and i enjoyed watching that part of it
3: rob did your boys know how to make juice at all fresh squeezed juice at the age of two (laughs) no no um
1: so i think utah is four uh but i would not trust my my kids to peel an orange let alone make (laughs) orange juice and if they Uh did the whole kitchen would be a disaster (laughs)
3: <laughs> that may Everything be why be he drew sticky. on the walls
1: yeah, He's maybe. like no
3: one's going to notice I made a mess Because I've drawn <laughs> everywhere
2: <laughs> Yeah No way Rob, I, I think you got to give Anthony some more credit I think if you told him to peel an orange he'd be fine I think he's fine
1: Okay I mean I'm telling you, if, an you experiment. if you told one of my kids to make orange juice It would not be happening <laughs> Okay oh, I yeah. need to know I need I need you
2: to commit to this like For a month I need you to train him Train Anthony up on how to make, on orange, how to make juice.
1: orange juice. So when you yes. come over, then you could have a glass of fresh squeezed orange
2: juice. I just want to see him do <laughs> the task, you know, like just do the task. I'm not going <laughs> to
1: drink it. I'm not crazy, mm-hmm. but
2: I am going to actually, right. I would like to see, because I, I like have we more said, faith.
1: Give, give Chappelle his orange juice this morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have faith in Anthony. And I,
1: and I think if you train Anthony up, he could do it. It would be such a mess uh, that, uh, when it would just be orange everywhere. <laughs>
3: I'm sitting here like I would make a mess at the age of 33. Like, there's, (laughs) I make a mess when I'm trying to pour like soup into a bowl, like I did earlier today. Today, I just, I had to clean all of that up because I missed the bowl. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I were a child trying to put an orange into like a, you know, squeezing out all the, no, there's no way. There's Mm -hmm, no way.
1: They did have a good contraption for it. It was, it It was nice. Yeah. Not that first rodeo. Yeah
2: exactly then like i said he there wasn't not his like hey i know i've never showed you how to make orange juice before go figure it out like you know like he's he's practiced this before
1: yeah that would have been
3: iconic right right, you've never made orange juice before uh i want you to guess the process how do you get juice out of this thing right here do you
1: think they did a dry run with these kids like before they go or do you think that they want them uh going in blind
3: I think that similar to what we're saying with the orange juice, that clearly this is something that he's done before. And this is something that they even say, like he makes juice with his, with his mom. So yeah. I think the dry run is just more inherent that like the places that these kids are being told to go are places they go with their family all the time, or mm-hmm. they know how to get there, or it's a safe route or whatever the case is. Um There's only one time where I looked and I was like, they just, had this child walk seven miles like (laughs) i have no idea like most of the time the maps they draw they're like they're going over here and i'm still impressed i'm like my starbucks is three blocks down and i'm sometimes like where on google maps do i have to go like it's (laughs) the fact that these kids know is just absolutely great but there's i think that instead of having a dry run they're just kind of used to it Mm -hmm. i think that that's more what it is yeah
1: the kid right. in the first video, the mom made, had to make like flags so that he could cross this, the two year old that I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I think they've rehearsed this. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive yeah.
2: though. You know, to think that like, if you do that every day with your kid, your kid will pick it up. He's going to know when you get here, you stop. You wave your flag and then you go and so yeah he's two but i was more impressed that you know there was a moment where his little two-year-old brain was trying to figure out was it an ambulance or a, a cop car or a, yeah, fire, a fire truck, truck yeah. he's like he's like a fight he's like police car and they're like no it's like ambulance no it's like i feel like this is a police car I'm like no it's like ah and he's like fire truck like Mm, ambulance! Whoa, got it. You know, I was like, "All right." But too, he's like
3: I still walking while it's—it's ha- it's yeah. not like he just stopped and went. I need to figure yeah. this out right now. It's like he—you can see the wheels turning as he's walking. He's going Amburance. ambulance, mm-hmm. ambulance,
1: ambulance, mm-hmm. police, fire
3: police? truck. Okay, there fire go. Truck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and he did stop to Love pick it. up a big stick, also.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that was necessary. Just, mm-hmm. That's a right. walking stick. He had to walk the equivalent for yeah. his little legs. That's that's a seven-mile walk that kid just did. Yeah. He needed he a
2: walking drags, stick. He dragged the, the groceries, like the fresh <laughs> the fresh uh, flowers, like across <laughs> the street. It's like, those flowers are going to be mangled by the time he got there. But it doesn't matter. It was so adorable. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Also, he,
3: that first child forgets the sweet curry and then leaves the 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 grocery store and then comes back and is like, I forgot the curry." I don't do that. Mm -hmm. If I forget something, that's a, well, I guess I'm either going to have to come (laughs) back in a month when I leave my apartment next month or Uber (laughs) eats is going to have to help me out Mm -hmm. here. That was incredible.
1: Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. I cannot remember those many items uh, without a list to go to the supermarket.
2: Definitely. Uh, I like this little backpack with the money in it. She's like, here's your money. He's like, no, no, I have it. Don't worry. He's like, mm-hmm. Do you have correct? Ch- I have. Keep the change. I have it. I was like, look at it with his little legs. No, the first episode hooks you in. I swear. Because once mm-hmm. he did that, I was like, what else are they going to have these kids doing? Um, And he was relatively younger. I think he might have been one of the youngest ones. So yeah. he was two. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, they just got more complicated and more complex with the, the task they were doing.
3: Yeah, I was surprised by episode 11 when they started having these kids do taxes. I was like, oh my gosh. Like,
1: Chappelle works with kids who do taxes. <laughs>
2: yeah, I literally teach. But those kids are like 17, 18 years old and they cannot do them. I would not trust any of the kids that I work with to go buy me anything from the store. Are you kidding me? No, absolutely oh, not.
1: Let's talk about episode three of Old Enough uh, where we meet the, uh, a little girl named uh, Hinako. Uh, mm-hmm. who uh she has a uh, a sister who has a cold mom has to stay home with a sister, so Hinaku uh is gonna go out and uh run a bunch of errands
3: for mom mm-hmm. this was incredible because it's what I do like in like the like the beginning package is that we do see that you know she's kind of relied on a lot to help her out with things in the house, so okay, her sister's prone to being sick, so you know gonna help make some soup or going to mm-hmm. help do these things. So we know that this is a, a lot of these kids are are prone to being helpers. They want to be like the older siblings or they know they have a sense of responsibility because they are the older sibling. Um, so I like that we get this backstory, but it's like three very different tasks that they have her go on. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even keep track of it. Yeah, I think I'm just learning that I'm not that competent of a person when I watch this
1: show. Yeah, she has uh, three different things that she has to do. Uh, She has to uh, put a hat on a uh, statue uh, called a jizzo. Yeah, Jizo, it was a, uh, this, Gizzo.
3: it's like yeah.
2: a, a shrine, you know? Yeah. And so they have to put the straw hat there. I guess it used to be grandma's hat, but they've repurposed it to go on, on, on Jizo's head good for luck. blessings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. And, and you need it right now because, you know, um, the little sister's sick and, you know, and you're about to go do this big errand. So it's a thing that you got to do. But when she goes off to do it, that's supposed to be her first stop and she
1: walks clear past it. So I'll get it she later. She hit fine. that on the back end. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She has to deliver a like a belly band to a friend of the mom mm-hmm. who's pregnant. Who's pregnant? Yes. Yeah. Maternity
2: band. You know, this is again. She's trying to help out. Like uh, her mom. Her mom's like, well, since you're on your way, you go by my homegirl's <laughs> house and drop this <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. You know, I I really enjoyed this episode. I can't lie. This was one of my favorites. Yeah.
3: I just also love that the mother, like the the friend, is like oh, where's your mom? She's like, my sister's sick, so I'm just taking care of things today. Mm -hmm. Like, no big (laughs) deal. If my friend's child came to drop something off to me, and I was like, where's your mom? They're like, my sister's sick. I'm calling CPS. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't care that you're my friend. That is scary stuff. So, (laughs) props. Props here.
1: This is the third stop, uh, which involves uh, going and uh, getting some produce. My favorite one.
2: Okay, Mm -hmm. my favorite thing about this is that this little girl is supposed to go to the shed and pick up the already prepared vegetables. The cabbages, the onions, she's supposed to go pick them up and leave. And she's like, that's not really fresh. Like, I'm four. And so I would prefer, like, fresh-picked vegetables. So she goes into the, like, into where the crops are. And she just, like, starts yanking vegetables out of the ground. And she fights with, I think it was a big, like, cabbage. For... For like an hour to the point where the sun is about to go down. And she's like, oh crap, mom's going to be so mad. <laughs> I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, and the cameraman, you know, because there's a ton of cameramen around, like just watching. He's like, do you want my help? She's like, no, 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 no. I got it. I promise. It's fine. It's fine. Just stay over there. I got it. Just, it needs to be fresh. And so I love this task. Mm-hmm.
3: That was incredible. The fact that, you normally need like proper tools to harvest a cabbage. And she figures out within the hour that she's standing in the patch that if I just twist the cabbage over and over and over, mm-hmm. eventually I'll be able to pull it out. And then she does. Like that's the most incredible thing. I, I would have given up forty-five yeah, she minutes doesn't prior. Quit. Mm-mm. And, and, and the
2: answer was right there, though. Like, mm-hmm. she was, like, purposely ignoring the easy solution. She's like, yeah, they're in the shed, but they've been sitting there all day. Like, do you really want that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the sun started setting. She's like, oh, crap. uh, got to get home. And I'm thinking, this is when mom needs to show up. Like, it's been too long. I, I was waiting on mom to just, like, show up and be like, come on. Like, go home. But, <laughs> they, like, the producers and the camera crew, they like start shining lights for her so that she can see. And she follows like the little Jeezo path up to the house and she makes it. But for a minute, I was just like, you got it. it's getting too dark. Someone go get the kid. I was mm-hmm. worried. Yeah. yeah. Well, she it was
3: scary it. because one of the light sources is they just have a car follow her, which like <laughs> that is Stranger Danger 101. <laughs> a car just following a child is probably not what I would be like. Oh, yeah, that's totally fine. That's providing normal. a life source. Mm -hmm.
0: Right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Again, I don't know what they told these parents of like, okay, we're just going to take your uh, four-year-old daughter and then have her run these errands. And now it's like, okay, it's dark out. Okay, she's not back yet. I'm like, eh, it's fine. Don't worry about it.
3: I I have to admit, I mean, let's be honest, I'm sure that there's a constant communication between like the production crew Mm -hmm. who's with the child and the parents at home. But still, like... If my child still wasn't back and the sun is down, yeah. I'm leaving the house to find my child. <laughs> right. Like,
2: mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're on the walkie-talkie like, "No, ma'am, she's no, she still she's still pulling the cabbage up." Did you tell her that <laughs> it's in the shed, she won't listen. I I, I mean, you raised I, she's so strong-willed. You raised a good one. It's like, "No, tell her to just grab the ones out the shed." No, 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 she's insisting. Look, she almost got it. I promise. 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes." And she's like, "Fine. Just mm-hmm. make sure my baby comes home. That's all this- I ask."
3: This girl was meant for Survivor. I'm just putting that out oh. there, Rob. Like, not listening to the camera crew. I'm not going to depend on anybody else here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go gonna off Finding the I, idol. Yeah, yeah. She's going to find the idol, and she's going to sit back, and she's going to do. She will, you know, dig, woman, dig until you know day's done, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she's going to get it done. Like yeah. that was incredible. The tenacity she has. And she goes back, and she yeah, sees okay.
1: the the Jizo statue, and puts the hat on it. And and, and, and Gizo gave that the light to her to get home. Yeah, mission accomplished.
2: And Gizo yeah. the, and the light was like that car, you know, with the headlights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, it worked out. And like I said, I was very happy because I was just it was just the fact that she fought with that that, that vegetables for for that long. I was like, somebody please go get this kid. She, she's like <laughs> so stubborn, but she did it. So we we won. I was I think that was
1: another great episode. Very impressive. Okay, it was really impressive. Let's talk about a duo Beth, uh, Beth, uh, what, what was the, uh, relationship of, uh, these two kids in, uh, episode number five.
3: So I have to say this was, I think this is my favorite episode. Um, these two kids are one month apart. So they're, I believe they're both three and like one is three and nine months and one's three and 10 months or something like that. Um, they've been best friends since, you know, the second one was born. Mm -hmm. Um, they've, been in each other's company, I'm assuming every single day. And it was so funny because even in Japan, you could see gender roles playing out uh, like completely where you have <laughs> the, the the little girl going, we were told not to run, stop running, stop running. And that little boy's like, no, we're going to get this done. We have so much energy. It's going to be great. Um, this was super, super cute. I love that we had a duo go off and, on their own and We're given a very strenuous task. (laughs) This was our amazing race team, Chappelle.
2: Yeah, they kind of paint them as like a little couple. You know, they say that, look at them. They're kind of, they're so lovey-dovey at times. Um, But yeah, it's pretty cool. Their goal is to, okay, first of all, they have to walk up 202 steps yep. with these tiny, tiny legs, and I'm thinking, if this is the amazing race, this is where I lose. Like, mm-hmm. this is where Maggie Morgan is dragging me up the steps. Just <laughs> go without me, like leave me alone, because I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I don't. I wouldn't even do the rocky steps in Philly. So I know these kids with these tiny legs were like, "What is this?" But they figured it out. It was credible. Um, again, if you if you told me in 20 years
1: these kids were going to be on Amazing Race, I'd watch it for mm-hmm.
3: sure. absolutely all
1: right they had a bunch of stops that they had to make uh their first stop that they had to go was to go to a uh what was this a a soy sauce shop
2: yes (laughs) again i'm so happy the food for me i'm just dumplings give me mm-hmm. all the dumplings all the soy sauce this was everything um and they take their little pokemon bags <laughs> did you mm-hmm. notice was like, <laughs> they were like yeah i was yeah. like a little pokemon look is that a magnemite like i was like oh these kids um it was so yeah cute. that was their first stop they had to buy the dumplings they had to go to the shrine uh, like up the steps had to go get some more dumplings because they. i mean it's a long walk you got to eat you want and they wanted to bring back a little prize for the parents as well mm-hmm. um They had a lot going on. I think they even stopped and got some toys at one
1: point. It was was, that uh, was not
3: on the agenda. That (laughs) That was not, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Not not sanctioned. (laughs)
1: But yeah, so these uh, 202 steps, like they're going up the steps, like we have no energy. I can't do it. I can't do it. But then they get off the steps and then they start like scaling like the platforms, which seemed like (laughs) it was harder than the steps. Yeah.
3: You know what, to a certain extent, I I definitely understand what they're saying, which is there is something about if you've ever done stairs, like, oh my gosh, after about, you know, for me, the third flight, I'm like, okay, I can start feeling it in the quads and in the hammies, like, mm -hmm, it's happening. 202 steps and then mm-hmm. they've got these big platforms so instead of using the same muscle group over and over and over and over they start differentiating and so there is something there i feel like he's going to be a little personal trainer someday mm-hmm. yeah
2: he yeah. broke the challenge he was like no wait it's easier if we take the big steps which i'm not sure is I, know, don't think <laughs> I don't think it was i don't right. think it was yeah but and, and seem more dangerous mentally- well, mentally it worked out. Now, I yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised one of the cameramen went like, hey, get back on the path, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but I guess they weren't in that much danger as long as they didn't fall down, um, you know, and so they made it up to the top. Then they went randomly made a donation like they were just kind of like having like baby's day out. They were just like kind of um, like in the town just hanging out. It was crazy. They had some kind of festival too
3: going on, right? mm-hmm yeah Didn't
2: a wedding walk like a wedding, wedding, come wedding by too? By. yes yeah yes. there
1: um, was so much going on There was a lot going on they had to go get an amulet
3: i think that i so
1: now if they combine the amulets then it, it had different powers oh, yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know so i was trying to figure this out i feel like amulet might be like there might not be a translated word for it in the U S but mm-hmm. I don't think it's like an actual amulet. I think it's like some kind of token of some sort um, uh, that brings some kind of blessing. Cause mm-hmm. it sounds like they were looking for the right kind of amulet for like the occasion. And so the little girl tells him, Oh, this is what the festival is. That's why there's so many pretty girls. And I think it was because they were looking for the amulet for that festival. Yeah. I might not have even understood that correctly. Yeah. But yeah. Well it was the go well amulet. So it's a good like a good mm. luck charm. Yeah. You know? And so like
2: that was that was what the whole point was. But it was it was fun again because like they had to go purchase it and then they I like when they give out the little money, like I don't I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just something about it. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I will never have baby fever, but this is probably the closest it's gonna get. <laughs> and then when
1: they got balloons also from a cow, oh,
0: they said, no, they said no, it, was horse. it was a
1: horsey. Yeah, they said it was a horse.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh horsey you scared me like, yeah.
3: <laughs> and then he is very upset he did not get the pink balloon like he wanted <laughs> he, mm-hmm. got, yeah. he, got, he got like a yellow one he was like it's not pink yeah.
2: she he's like let it go fine, get, fine. get over it yeah. <laughs> to the point where he it goes to buy pink. another balloon <laughs> yeah. he's like I need to purchase another one because I can't deal with this mm-hmm. um, yeah they the the toy stop was the one I wasn't expecting but they they had to get the dumplings as well it was just um, yeah like I said after a while they just kind of freestyled
1: it they're like we're out yeah
2: what else are we doing? Let's see what's out there here. There was
1: a point where they start like uh, like pulling on a rope to like ring a bell uh, which like you know, I'm beyond the edge. That means you want to quit the challenge. That's if you oh. ring the bell that means you want you're tapping out.
3: They were definitely not tapping out either. No. <laughs>
1: in it to win it. I think that was once they made their donation. I think you're
2: supposed to ring the bell, like, to signify that you did it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was the, they're so tiny, and the bell is, like, way up there, and this rope is huge, and they're just struggling, little arms are going. Um, so I don't think they actually accomplished ringing the bell. I think they just gave up eventually. No, the little
3: girl goes, ding, 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 and made the sound, (laughs) and he he was like, okay, and then, like, he kind of (laughs) fell for it. It was amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, Beth, now, they were moving so fast. Even though they had to go up the 202 stairs, they were running and the camera crew couldn't keep up with them.
3: This is what I think is the most amazing thing about this duo. They literally, they have more stamina than I've ever seen in any athlete. Like I have a friend who completed a full Ironman this week and mm-hmm. she can't compare it to these two going up and down these stairs. That was incredible. They also, when they stop and get like the dumplings and such at the very top, that I think they call it the, the dongo, the yeah. dingo. They, um, when they stop to get that, they order more than they're supposed to and just go, "Mm, let's just eat our share right now. So not only are they running, they are now running with a full, they worked up an appetite. I can't yeah. underst I, I can't eat anything if I'm about to go work out. I have to eat afterwards. Mm-hmm. I will
2: always eat. There will never be a time. <laughs> where, but it's it's one of those things where he they, they bought it and they said, Oh, we got extra. We'll take it back to mom. It's all yeah. good, but we probably need to just eat now. We need to you know, we burned a lot of calories. They Let's wanted cotton
1: candy too.
2: They were doing a said, lot.
3: He did. <laughs> she was like, We're not getting cotton candy. I'm telling you, she's she's ready to be a mom. She's she already knew. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. whole time she's like, "Stop running! Stop running! Like, please stop running!" She's running alongside him. Like, I just need you to slow down. Just like we're going to get in trouble. They told us not to run. Um, eventually that does come back to bite them. I and mean, I was kind of sad to see that, though. That yeah. but that's
3: the part that's like, kind of like the shot in Florida kind of thing, where you're like, "Oh, he fell and that, or she fell." And that's kind of funny. It's funny to me that she falls and she's the one that said, "Stop running because you're she gonna." Knew fall. this was gonna happen. She's like I sad. told you, so I hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah slash kind of like to see it Did they it lose cute. the
1: balloons at one point also <laughs> okay so when they buy the, when they get
2: the balloons and they sit down to eat their dumplings this woman comes over to help them and they're like oh. the woman's like hey just eat the dumplings now and then i'll hold the balloons for you and the little girl says are you sure like you're not gonna lose them are you she's like no i'll give them back she's like you promise he's like yeah i won't forget so they sit down they eat their dumplings and they're like so those were free, right? Like, I don't, we don't have to pay for those particular numbers. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, it's fine. So then they shuffle off thinking, okay, got a free meal. Got to get out of here before she changes her <laughs> mind. And then, <laughs> and then I like, crap the balloons and she's like running. And the, I know the little girl's like, I told you, I knew it. We, every time we come here, you forget to give us back <laughs> the balloons. I swear. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we keep coming to this place? Um, yeah. So yeah, they forgot them for a second, but they, they recovered. It's yeah. all good.
3: I also love and appreciate that the little boy's family owns a toy store and they still mm. stop to get toys that are all not at enough. his family's
1: toys. <laughs> Need more. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then they went up the hill, which I believe was called the men's hill. And then they had to go down the steps, which is called the women's hill.
3: Women's hill. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is also uh, harrowing for these kids. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, the men's hill is very intimidating when you look and think about how, oh I have to climb up. Cause it's, you know, the shallow steps that we're all used to, but there's something to be said about getting your momentum going down steps. And they're farther apart that I feel like I would trip and just perpetually yeah. fall down all these steps.
2: A hundred percent. I rarely am afraid of falling up,
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> falling down it's Hard to
1: fall and- up the stairs.
3: Okay, I right. did fall up the stairs going to <laughs> going to the Survivor thing on the subway platform last week. Mm-hmm. And I haven't fallen up the stairs in a long time. Well, the thing that- is,
1: you can fall going up the stairs, and it hurts. It's painful, but yes. you don't. But you stop. You fall, and and you and you. <laughs> but you when you fall down the stairs, you know you fall and hurt yourself, and then you fall and fall and fall. And true fall and, and hit you, the bottom yeah
3: if you fall up the stairs a woman will go oh are you okay <laughs> yeah. and then i'll go yeah and then she'll go good because i wasn't going to help you and then continue mm-hmm. on her way yes but that's just hashtag new york life um that, yeah there's there is something to be said especially i feel like with those farther apart stairs there's just more capacity for that momentum to build up yeah
1: um but they get down the stairs uh, and then ultimately we have this uh, terrible scene when uh, we're so close to the end, but uh, the little girl, uh, Saina is her name. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She ends up wiping out. Um,
2: and, and I know like she cries. Yes. But I don't think she cries cause she hurt. I think she cried cause it was doing those things where they're like, I knew this was going to happen. I've been telling you all day, like this is my biggest fear. And now I've fallen and I dropped my damn dumplings. Like, and so, yeah, you know, I'm thinking like, OK, how are we going to get her composure back? Because, you know, little kids, once they get momentum, when it comes to crying, like they just start hollering. And so she's sitting there trying to hold it together. He's like, oh, calm down, calm down, calm down. And mom shows up I'm like, woo, thank God that was close. You know, and mom's like, we can wipe it off. We can just wash it like It'll be fine. We'll rinse it off. Everything's going to be OK. And uh, that's pretty much the end of it. I mean, they, they, uh, they had made it. They accomplished their goal. You know, we had one little stumble. But for the most mm-hmm. part, everything happened. Yeah. It went over well.
3: I think a lot of the crying was also this, like you had trusted me to do this and now it's all dirty. Like the food. I think there's an aspect of that Mm -hmm. too, because I think you can tell that they both really wanted to do the task and like do Mm -hmm. it well. Um, there's another episode that we're not going to talk about today That where this little girl can't find a watch shop on the way home, and she goes all the way home, and she was like, I couldn't find the watch shop! And she's oh God. hysterically crying, and the mother's like, it's okay. She's like, no, it's not. Her mother's trying to give her ice cream. She's like, I want to go back. And then she goes back on her own and finds the watch shop. It's now a torrential downpour raining outside when she does it. But it's incredible. I think there is a sense that these kids are like, no, I was entrusted to do this, and mm-hmm. I failed at the very end. That that's disappointing,
1: yeah beth there's so many episodes that are on netflix uh are are there episodes where the task does not get completed
3: I mean yes it's it's more like it doesn't get completed to what they want like it started on you could argue that the orange juice was mm-hmm. never really completed <laughs> right um but there's definitely tasks that don't get completed. there's tasks where they get kind of half completed or they technically did it, but it's not exactly what they were being asked to do so they forget a certain thing at the grocery store or something like that. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. We have one more episode that we're going to talk about, uh, which is episode 10. And it's about the saga of a, uh, another little girl, Uh, a little girl who has a special relationship with her dad. Yeah. This episode should have been called Oh <laughs> my
2: yes. god. Yes. Because yes, Koiki and her dad are two peas in a pod and it is the most precious thing ever. Like mom is there and they cannot be bothered. They're like, "Go away. We are having yeah. mother and daddy time and there's nothing you can do about it." It's like it's like she's looking in at a like through a window and like her her daughter and her husband just like living it up. Like this girl is like I'm daddy's girl and I will do anything for him. And if you tell me that I need to take him his
1: lunch, that's what I'm going to do. And so that's the story of the episode. Are we sure this wasn't like a stepmother situation? Because it was like, it was very odd (laughs) that the little girl wanted nothing to do with the dad or with the mom, Uh, Mom. only the dad. Uh, It was also a little uh, uncomfortable that they constantly referred to uh, that uh, she was uh, dad's girlfriend.
3: Mm. it's it's one of those things Maybe that was
1: lost in translation
3: (laughs) i think well i think there's a certain level of translation but it's also just one of those things like this is a pretty typical psychological occurrence too where like Mm -hmm. little boys become obsessed with their mom and like little girls become obsessed with their dad because what they're trying to emulate is the relationship that they see right so oh okay the little girl's supposed to be like mom and the little boy's supposed to be like dad so they have they clearly love now of course we're thinking about it through an adult lens with like romantic in you know all the things that we think of romance but for a little kid's mind love is just i want to cuddle and, and love on my dad and spend time with him mm-hmm. and all those different kinds of things right so when we use words like mm, little girlfriend or they're in a relationship at one point they literally said the, the, the translation was like mm-hmm. they're in a relationship i was like that's probably not the terminology i would have used but oh, exactly. understood mm-hmm. um but it is really cute. Their relationship's really adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: So dad is a fisherman. Apparently he has some, some mm-hmm. sort of like a family business uh, where that he works uh, with his father and they are out on uh, the fishing boat. Uh, but Chappelle, dad left his lunch uh, bag. Yeah. His, he, his, he left his
2: rice. His, he was left- it rice balls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he left them on the table and like this is what beth is talking about where they're like oopsie your dad left his lunch whatever will we do about it and she's like dad did what he left his lunch girl give me that rice i'm gonna take it over to daddy because i got this and i i mean what was it 1.2 kilometers which is what almost a mile 0.7 yeah yeah so it was like she's like okay if because at first she's miserable She's like, she cannot even fathom the idea like my dad left his lunch. Oh, my God. He's going to be hungry. We have to save this man. She's like yelling like, Dad, come back. And like the look on her face is just she's heartbroken. So, yeah, she only has one task and it's to take Dad the rice and to come back. Um, mm-hmm. And I think she picks up another task on the way home.
3: Let's contextualize this. Her dad leaves in a car to go to work. <laughs> she then has to walk <laughs> all the way across town to the harbor line where she's now standing on, like, against a wall that is above a beach that's where the... Where the. And then when the boat comes and she's just standing on the dock, I'm like, this little girl's going to, like, fall in the water and die. Like, I was, like, so convinced. I was like, this is so not what you would do with, like, a child... On a a dock that I'm used to. Normally, it's like if a child's on the dock and there's no f- like adult around, they're wearing a life jacket at the very, very least. You know, mm-hmm. it was incredible some of the things that she did.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and she and she was standing there not saying anything it was because. Little, she she's a little emotional. It's like she is a crier. She's yes. a feeler. She like, she cries. And dad is always telling her, like, you know, you're a big girl. You don't have to cry. You, you don't have to. And so she's been promising him, I'm gonna try harder not to be hysterical. Like when he <laughs> left that food, she was like, F that, I'm about to cry. So now she's like, Okay, I'm ready. Her mom gives her like her amulet, and it's got the the magic words on it. What is it? PP um to tell yeah, to be like, chill out, don't cry, you're gonna be all right. And so um, so she's when she's saying that dad. Off into the ocean, like he's out in the water, and she's at the on, on the pier, like yelling. Well, sitting there first, trying to figure out, like, if I yell, like, like I mean, he's kind of far, it's gonna take a lot of strength to yell all the way over there. And the cameraman's like, You probably wanna yell. She's like, No, 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 <laughs> I think he'll see me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I might start crying, I might get emotional. And then she finally is like, "Yay!" <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, There's no way he's gonna hear this little girl, like, these. Way out there, but yeah. he does, and again, he's crying. I'm crying. The little girl yeah. is not crying, I mean, she's yeah, uh, he, I together. think he
1: might have also been cued because he had a camera person on his boat to film mm. him, uh, looking back that way. So he was, was so also, pretty. he was in <laughs> on it.
3: Yeah. There was also like, talk about epic gaslighting of this child, too, right? Where they're sitting back on the like, she's kind of sitting there, like, at at the wall and like waving for a while. And clearly there was someone on the boat going, okay, now turn your back to your child. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want you to wave. <laughs> don't look. Um, if anything, let's move the boat farther away from her. <laughs> and I was like, yeah.
1: can she, <laughs> she swim? <laughs>
3: yeah, really? Um, let's see if she could, can she doggy paddle? The very, let's mm-hmm. do it.
2: You know, he, he, was, he was so proud of her. He was, was so proud though, Beth. He was like, they were, they were setting her up. But in his head, he's thinking, she's going to do it. And, they're, and you know the people on the boat are like, Ugh, it doesn't look like she's going to yell. I don't know. This yeah. might be a dud. And he's like, no, she's got it. I promise. This is my little, my baby girl got this. And so she starts yelling. And he's like, oh, God, she don't got it. And they're like, no, she's actually yelling now. And so he turns around and he's so excited. He's waving. But like the tears are just streaming from his eyes. Like this is his, this is his little princess. And he was so happy for, uh, to make this trek on her own.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I did laugh looking at the grandfather's expression because this is his granddaughter and he's just kind of like okay cool can we go to work now Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was like this aspect of like okay great uh we got more stuff to do here Mm
2: -hmm. he was not amused he was not amused at all and it probably because the daughter cares not about him either like the daughter's like daddy there's like oh grandpa's
3: here too yeah whatever like i left mom at home dad what's up like I made it.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: Here's your rice ball, grandpa. I brought you an extra one. But dad, you <laughs> forgot this and I'm saving you.
1: Yeah. So good. So we have one more task for her. She has to bring home now a bunch of different fish.
3: And before she does that, she like it's the fish that they just caught. She he puts it in this cooler and then gives her this small little like dolly that was like the cutest thing I've ever seen. And before she goes home, she has to go get ice from the guy so that the it's all fresh. So now it's not that she's just pulling this dolly that has all of this fish and such in there. It's now full of ice as well. Mm -hmm. Like that is heavy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the the narration is like, and she's trying so hard not to cry, and I could just hear like in my head, her little like, I'm not gonna cry. I told myself I wasn't gonna cry. I got this. You got this, girl. <laughs> Hold it together. Hold it together. You're almost there. You're a and boss then, like, bitch. You've got. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> <laughs> That's like gas keep girl boss like like a mantra, you know. Um, but like just she's laugh, trying laugh. to get, <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get to the ice guy, and and I think they say like, oh, he yells a lot, and so she's kind of creeping up on the door, like oh, man, I really don't know about this one. And she's like, um, hey, I'm here. And he comes out and he's so nice. And apparently, he's like a family friend. He's
3: known her forever. He hooks her up with the ice and then sends her on her way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: But then she walks the, like, one mile home with a dolly. And then mom can't even be bothered to meet her at the door. Why do you think she likes
1: dad so much?
3: (laughs) Honestly, seriously, Rob, I really think that mom might be the issue. here.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, They say, like, she's at the door and
2: she's thinking, do I call for mom? It's like, no, 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 no. That woman has no time for me. I I got this. (laughs) Like, like, I am the woman of the house. I got this. And she's like, pulling this dolly with this heavy, I mean, it's ice with fish. And she's just dragging it up the stairs. Like, she's like, I'm going to do this on my own because if dad comes home, I need him to know this was me. Mama, she was doing whatever, but I had your back. I don't know about, I don't don't know about mom. Like, Mm -hmm. she cool or whatever, but we might, might trade her in.
3: Mm -hmm. It was very obvious she doesn't understand physics because like she could (laughs) not figure out how to get that dolly up a step, you know, Uh, she, but I was impressed. She picked up one wheel and put it up and I was like, she's going to go to lift the other one. and The wheel's just going to come right back down or she's going to hurt her fingers or something like that. And no, got it fine.
2: She's fine. And she didn't even cry. And she didn't even cry. You know, like she's a big crier. Allegedly. Yeah. Not anymore. She mm-hmm. she she like if she did all of this without crying, I don't think she can say that she's a big crier anymore. Like I think like now from now on, she like starts to cry and they're like, "Remember that time you went and bought fish?" You know, it's like, oh, "Okay, you're right." Like,
3: <laughs> let's actually talk about this, right? Like, is she a big crier or is she just a toddler who's like, they're like, "Well, she cries when she doesn't get her way." I'm like, she and every other child mm-hmm. I've ever yeah. met mm-hmm. in my life. She and me, yeah. if I don't get my way, you better believe I'm throwing mm-hmm. a tantrum. Me too. Same. Yeah. It is day.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Beth,
1: were there any other episodes that you really enjoyed over the 20 or so that are up on Netflix of old enough?
3: Yeah. There's another one that I really like where this little boy, um, I, th- I think his name is Owl, um A O um, he, I believe is like two and his father's a sushi chef and they kind of live above the sushi restaurant and they are sending him basically across the street a little farther down the street but across the street to go bring dad can't start his sushi like making sushi for people because he has a dirty jacket and you got to go get give the the cleaner the dirty jacket and pick up a nice pressed one for him and this kid is just like no I don't want to do this and like (laughs) mom has to come down and be like come on you can do this you have to do it do you want me to give you some candy and he's like yep and so he gets candy walks over and does it fine. But the mother comes back in and looks at the father and goes, you're not stern enough with him. And like basically <laughs> cuts down the dad. The dad's like, he's like really small. And I'm like, really nervous. She's like, you, you need to let him grow up. I'm like, he's oh my God. two. It's he so, was
2: literally two years old. He's <laughs> two. Um,
3: but that's a, that's a great one. Cause that little kid is not having it. He's like, no, I don't want to do this. Like that is your job maybe you should figure out what your outfit is before you send me over. Like, what are you trying to do? I'm two. Um, so, right. I love that kid for <laughs> for doing that.
2: He, he had a little hat on. It was just like, a it was hat. like this little, little little hat on. I was like, oh, look at it. Oh, yeah. Like, seeing him, like, with his little legs going, I was like, oh, yeah, this is incredible. Um I, I, I I can't speak more highly about these kids. I was impressed with every last one of them. And the moment that the family says, go do this. Cause like I said, I was not that child. My mom was like, could you go do this? I'm like, no, I'm not going to say no. But in my head, I'm thinking, no, what are you talking about? Um, I'm definitely more like the second kid. I'm definitely the kid who got to the house and was like, oh, should I make the juice or should I play with the dog? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why did I even come here? What was the reason? And I'm like, I just got lost playing with the dog. I don't know. So Yeah. For every, every kid that completed or even started the errands, I think they all should be commend, uh, commended. And I wonder if Netflix is going to keep this going. I mean, that was 20 episodes, and it's been on for mm-hmm. over 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, we have a lot more content. I wonder how long Netflix keeps this going.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I guess we'll see if there's going to be new episodes added at some point. Uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, currently a winter special broadcast on the first Monday of January or coming of age day and a summer special broadcast on Marine Day or. Broadcast Twice a year. In addition to new works, the program also broadcasts the XX years since then, uh, in (laughs) which past participants and their children are reported on how they have grown up today.
3: Wow, Mm -hmm. that's actually really interesting to think that maybe somebody who was in like those first few seasons has kids. And maybe yeah. their kids are going
1: to do the show. Okay. So uh, also to, just to answer a question that we had from the beginning of the podcast on Wikipedia, it says old enough has been distributed internationally on Netflix since March 31st, 2022 stripped down to 10 minute segments, focusing only on the children's errands. So maybe oh. there are other parts of the show that we're just not getting.
3: That makes Ooh. much more sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. It really Here's does. The, meat I, of the I, show. I, you don't <laughs> yeah, need the rest like, of this fluff. <laughs>
2: I mean, let's just get to the cute part, you know, and, it, and apparently it worked because I have not heard one negative thing about this show. Everybody is like, have you seen this show about the little kid running errands and your first instinct is what? No, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? And then you watch it, and you're like, okay, I get it. I understand why you can sit here and watch this all day. I definitely have several times at this point. I will just like put on the episode and watch it and just kind of like fall asleep to it and just wake up and it's like, oh, okay, move on. You know, it's, it's a, it's an easy watch. Um, and you know, I feel like by cutting out the fluff, you just gave the people what they were looking for. Who who doesn't want to look like watch cute kids doing manual labor? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Chappelle, do you think that the whole purpose of old enough is to get a generation of children familiarized with uh the jobs that go along with package delivery, parcel delivery, food delivery? Oh, you
2: think this is like uh the response to COVID? You know, it's like, well, <laughs> we don't leave the house anymore, we just get yeah. everybody like to 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 bring us stuff. Nobody's leaving the house anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, hey kid, you you were you were fun? born to be Yeah, you were born to be uh an Uber Each driver. This yeah. is like your yeah, uh yeah, like it's your legacy as a family. Yeah. I don't know. Um I, I highly doubt that. But you know, it's definitely one of those things where it's not teaching kids to be independent of their families, it's just teaching them to like learn like to do things on their own at a young age. And so I'm thinking that if this takes off, like, uh, like, as far, like as far as, like, their popularity in America, maybe we will get people giving more um, space to their children to to do things. Not necessarily a two-year-old going to the store, because, like I said, a lot of the cities here aren't built like that. But, you know, being able to trust your kid with Rob potentially making juice. Mm-hmm.
3: I thought you were just saying, get your kids to be comfortable with Rob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 uh, no, no. I was look, calling Rob out love because me, I Chappelle. still think
2: he's not... Yeah. I am just calling Rob out because I still think he's not putting enough respect on Anthony's name. I think Anthony could make the orange juice.
1: Maybe, maybe
2: <laughs> close. We'll I've always got you to say yes. It's, it's okay.
3: Anthony, if you're listening to this, which you are, not I mm-hmm. had your back. Yeah.
1: That's
3: right. That's right. In 20 years from now, when, when we're showing that- and <laughs> listen to all the dad's
1: podcasts, that's good. What's yes. Okay.
3: Do you, um, do you all think that those that are older siblings have a, Advantage in these challenges that they're given in these errands.
1: As opposed mm-hmm. to like uh, kids that are the youngest.
3: Yeah. Because I think that older siblings are often tapped. To like help out with things, mm-hmm. even small things like, hey, could you clear your plate? Like at a very young age or something like that. That maybe the younger or middle child wouldn't be asked to do until maybe a little older than that child. Because I, th- <laughs> I think that from what I've seen, parents oftentimes go, okay, what age do we start teaching this kid this thing or whatever? Um, I don't know. I just that's my theory.
1: Yeah, um, I would say based on uh, the small sample size here that that would be a fair uh, conclusion.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, think about your own kids, Rob. Like, you think Dominic is probably more equipped to do, like, the helping out. Like, I have to imagine yes. that Anthony is the one who's going to put his foot down the most on, on doing these tasks, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. But that's because you've probably been saying, like, take care of your brother since the day Anthony was born. Like, this is your little mm-hmm. brother. Make sure you look out for him. Make well, sure you do these she, things. I, so, I, I
1: wish that that was, yeah, that, that it would no. be like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's so
2: annoying. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Listen, sometimes that's an accurate response, but you still drill the idea into their heads that, you know, they should be helpful. And uh, like, Mm -hmm. or even with the dog, you know, you're like, y'all can have a dog, but this is your dog. You need to do the things with Mm -hmm. the dog. yeah. And so they do. Um, But I'm sure, again, sure, Dominic is probably a little bit more helpful when it comes to that stuff than Anthony. Slightly, slightly. Okay. I
3: actually, (laughs) now I'm going to go against my own point here and say, now that I've thought about it, I actually think younger siblings could also be better equipped because they're probably used to having to look up to the older sibling. Well, like if I can do this, then this is something that so-and-so hasn't done yet, or maybe they have done, but I'm going to prove I can do it too. Um, My brother and I were close enough in age. I'm like 18 months older than him. And he uh, would always try to do everything that I was doing. And so he learned the alphabet. Those were his first words because I was learning the alphabet, like things like that. So I could see a certain level of like, Hmm, maybe, maybe I could do this because my older siblings could do it.
2: Right. Yeah. And the middle child is probably just going to do it because everybody's forgotten about them. And exactly. Wait, there's them a, a
3: camera. I need to show that I exist. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Who's going to take me to preschool? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not Mom. <laughs> Beth, anything else that you want to say about Old Enough?
3: No, I just think it's a really cute show. If you have 20 minutes in your day, I definitely, and you need something to just re- relax and have a chuckle with, definitely a really great show uh, to just put on Netflix, have it mm. on in the background, maybe even if you're, uh, you know, but you got to read the your subtitles. Own you do have to read the subtitles. Yeah. That's true. Unless you know Japanese. Unless you know Japanese. Case, no, yeah. I'm have at it.
1: Not. Go for it. But very very cute yeah. show, very fun. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. All subs, no dubs here, Rob. Unfortunately, no so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Pay, you got to pay a little
1: attention, but it's still it's cute enough to wear. You don't really have to. Yeah. Just watch it. Okay. Chappelle. Should we talk about what's gonna come up next week on Nothing but Netflix?
2: Yes. So um, I did the um, Nothing but RHAP account on Twitter. I, I uh, like employed all the people and said, "Hey, reach out." Let us know what you want us to talk about on that but Netflix. And I got to post this really cool picture, Rob, of you and I when I actually met you in person. Yes. And uh, and the people yes. delivered. They gave us a lot of suggestions and we actually got one. Uh apparently there's this new Mike Myers uh yes, thing the on Netflix. Tavern.
1: Yeah, what is that? What, first of all, what is a What Do you know what that means? So I don't really know uh, what that means. I do know what that show is about. I listened to uh, a podcast that uh, Mike Myers was on recently. Uh, there's a podcast it's called Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade, and they talk to a lot of uh, SNL alumni, and they're talking about uh, this uh, show where Mike Myers plays multiple characters and they are. Sort of like the Illuminati, but kind of good, and they're like controlling the world. And Mike Myers plays all of those characters. Is is Fat Bastard one
2: of the characters?
1: No, I think well, I think Fat Bastard is canceled. You know, yeah, yeah. I think probably you know a couple of things from the Austin Powers era that don't hold up uh, so great. <laughs> Fat Bastard, yep. uh, top of the list, yeah. Amongst them, yeah. Yeah.
3: Apparently he'd said recently that he wants to make a fourth Austin Powers movie yes. and it's it, there's something like the movies have grossed like 500 billion dollars or whatever. huge.
1: Yeah. I Jeez. was like I loved them. Yes. Yes. So
3: it's formative yeah. to my humor.
1: So but Mike Myers is very uh hit or miss in his like uh, he has, you know, huge successes like uh Wayne's World and Austin Powers and even Shrek. Uh, and also some notable misses like the Love Guru. Love
2: girl. <laughs> Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't talk about the Love Guru. Um, so I married try. an axe murderer, also, uh, which I think <laughs> that people uh, said that like uh, probably shouldn't have uh, done as poorly, but I think it was considered yeah. a bomb at the time. Um, luckily for us,
2: we have our own notable Mike, and Mike Bloom reached out to me, Rob, and said, "If you want to talk about the Pentaverate." I am the Mike for you. And so if Mike Bloom will have us, Rob, I suggest
1: that we talk about that next week. Okay, cool. Uh, how are we going to do this? Uh, it's a series on Netflix. Uh, there's only six episodes. Oh, are they long episodes? Um, I will tell you the run times. I, I guess I'm going to guess probably about an hour long. Uh, probably an to, hour. For, for each one. Mm-hmm. But we could start yeah. it and see how it's going. Uh, like, uh, right. you know. One point five it no, oh, no they're short yeah. short Chappelle uh we can watch the whole thing thirty one twenty nine twenty six twenty three I mean it's it's practically old enough twenty one twenty nine <laughs> okay well if Mike probably the same down,
3: age of maturity mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah
2: yeah a two year old definitely could probably act like Mike Myers in certain roles you know <laughs> um but if um yeah if um Keegan Michael Key if, if Mike- also. If Mike Bloom will have us, I think we could do the whole season. Mm -hmm. If he's down, I'm down. Uh, But if not, and you're listening to this and you have a suggestion for us, please reach out to the Nothing But RHAP Twitter account or tag uh, Rob or myself on Twitter or in the Discord and let us know what you want us to talk about because we're always looking for suggestions and we're always trying to cover what's new, what's popular, or what you
1: just want to hear us talk about it's gonna be a big mike bloom weekend uh next weekend between uh yeah between uh this and mike bloom on the uh survivor feedback show next weekend also mikey no likey yeah we'll find (laughs) out okay yeah full bloom this week and i like full bloom yeah yeah okay so a lot of big big week big week of mike bloom okay beth what's coming up for you
3: well, um, I'm enjoying another couple weeks break before we have the All-Star 7 um, premiere date on May 20th for RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And then you can catch me, Amon, and Liana breaking down all the action um, on All-Star 7, which is an all-winner season. Our own Winners at War is finally happening with Drag Race. Um, so we'll be breaking all of that down in a couple weeks' time. Can I
1: ask a question? I've been, uh, I watch a lot of Paramount Plus uh, (laughs) in my line of work and there was a lot of previews for uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And I think that they were teasing the upcoming season. And I think at the end of the commercial, it looks like Nancy Pelosi is on Drag Race. Is that, do I have that correct?
3: Yeah, I mean, not competing I think is fair to say. I
1: did not not say that. I did not say that. That would be
3: amazing by the way. Mm -hmm. No, um, so Nancy Pelosi, this will actually be the second time she's been on on Drag Race. She, She came on Drag Race on All Stars 3 for like it was literally for like a minute and she was like, be yourself. And then uh, like the, like Trixie Mattel when he was drunk, he was like, it's so powerful having a Democratic leader. Here. And I'm like, what are you? It's Nancy Pelosi. Like, what's happening? Um, so I'm imagine I can't imagine she's a guest judge. Yeah. I imagine they're having her come back and kind of like, do fill that? Well, you know, things uh, are very goal? slow um, right
1: now. So that uh, yeah, there's not much happening. On
3: yeah, Drake, Yeah. On I also think well, the other thing to remember, too, that drag race at the end of every episode is very big about pushing people to register to vote. And mm. they always say, go out and vote and all those kind of things. So I think having a politician makes sense. But it is funny that of all politicians, mm-hmm. it's Nancy
2: Pelosi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Rob was gooped when he found
3: out.
2: Is that Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> she came She came to nance the house down. Yeah. Oh, and,
1: the way, crack and, crack and down. Speaking of drag race that uh, I saw uh, Carson Kressley in the airport the other day.
3: Did you really? Yeah. Oh, right. Did I didn't. Say
1: hi, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I, the way I would I have gone right up. I got <laughs> right. the sense that he uh, does not like that.
3: Oh, oh th- I, I think he eats it right up. Why else is he on every other well, reality I think show? I would
1: have talked to him about celebrity big brother.
3: Same. I think yeah, yeah. that
1: I'd yeah. be like,
2: all right. Yeah. I would have ran right up to him. Like, are you Carson Crestley from big brother? And he's like, what <laughs> are you That's
3: kidding? not <laughs> what I'm
1: from. <laughs> yes,
3: like, that'd be mm-hmm. like the number seven thing that he's probably going for. It's like, are you Carson Kressley from Queer Eye, Drag Race? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But a celebrity Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: yeah. Are you Nancy Pelosi from Drag Race? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my God! If you want to insult Carson Kressley, ask if he's Nancy Pelosi <laughs> no. from Drag Race.
1: <laughs> I don't think you is asking Carson Kressley. I was Kressley. about yeah. Nancy
0: Pelosi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Talk about
3: if I saw Nancy Pelosi in the airport, Beth. That's, okay, that's amazing. I thought you were saying that about Carson. I don't think... You know what? <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Beth. Thank yeah. you for coming. <laughs> Beth, Beth. Thanks for
2: having me. Yeah. What else you got going on?
3: <laughs> um, so that's the big thing that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, you can always check me out at AugustaWind11 on all my social media channels, including my Twitch channel, um, and there you can keep up to date with anything fun that's going on. Okay. And Chappelle, what about for you? Uh,
2: I'm still hanging out with you, man. Yeah. uh just recovering from a week of shenanigans and <laughs> I'm happy to be back home and back to podcasting. i still covering the walking dead and fear the walking dead over on post show recaps. Um, uh, Jessica Lise, Josh Wiggler and AJ mass and I will be back in. Cause like, I think last week we took the week off kind of everybody was traveling and things of that nature. So we'll be back talking about fear. Uh, and I'm still talking about Atlanta on post show recaps as well. And so that was, Mari was out this week, but Latanya Starks was back. And so Latanya and I covered this most recent episode of Atlanta. And then Rob, I'm going wherever you tell me to go at this point. You know me, I'm, um I'm out here. I'm for the streets. I'm for everybody. So if you tell me to go podcast, that's what I'm gonna do.
1: Okay. All right. Well, it was uh, great to be back on here with you on another week of Nothing But Netflix. Looking forward to talking about the uh with Mike Bloom next week here on Nothing But Netflix and check out everything else we're doing, including last week's episode of Nothing But Netflix, uh, Nothing to Hide, uh, in our Nothing But Netflix podcast feed. Go to robswebsite.com slash Netflix feed for that. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.